Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Scarpins Avenue. So funky. <laughs> so today we are joined by one of my favorite people. I tell her this all the time, not just on the radio. <laughs> and ooh, the radio. Do you realize it? Ooh, the radio. It's like old school. We have comedian. And just on just overall intellectual great mind, Sam J. Oh, thank you. Yes, because let me tell you why. <clears throat> I need to say that because Sam J is one of the few people I know who she doesn't like try out bits with you. It never feels like you're trying out a bit with me. It feels like we're having a casual conversation about something you're philosophizing about. <laughs> and next thing I see it on stage. And I'm just like, oh, man, we were just at brunch talking about that. We were at brunch. In Austin, Texas, and Sam J was telling me, you know, I think white people might be aliens. And I was like, I've thought about this too. Tell me more. And she just had a very cash menage conversation with me about this theory. And then next thing I know, I watch her on Netflix do an entire bit about this in a very buttoned up, thought out, like in a way that white folks would listen and be like, Possibly. <laughs> Valid points were made. That's the funniest thing about the bit is it's, I'm clearly joking, but you can see people being like, oh. Jeez. And then the white people who get angry and like jump in my DMs, it's like, oh, they're angry because now they're like, maybe I am. They get so, the ones that get very pissed, it's like, yeah. oh, because now I fucking fucked with your reality. She's not, not wrong. <laughs> right. They fuck with their reality. fuck with your reality. So now you, I'm oh, not an alien. You still, it's like, a doy. A doy. We're here. We're all here. We're breathing the same air. Right. Duh, this bro. is not Coneheads. What like, are you talking about? <laughs> a duh. I haven't heard a duh in far too long. So Sam Jay is a writer on SNL. Sam Jay is a comedian stand-up. Sam Jay is a black woman. Sam Jay is a lesbian. Yes. Sam Jay is a masculine of center. Yep. That's lesbian. That's it. the proper terms. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so much of these conversations ends up getting lost in people not knowing the proper terms and people getting upset about other people not knowing the proper terms. And I am learning the terms, but it really is. A, it's it's a continuously developing space of right. language. In, indeed. And I, and I also think it's just because it's a continuously developing like space of identity, you know? Because like even when I first started hearing masculine of center, I thought, oh, why are these gays being so extra? This is so <laughs> extra. For real. Like maybe started hearing it four years ago and I was like, the gays, they're always just, it's tiresome. But then as I just started to think about it, I was like, oh, it truly is the best way to describe me because... Beyond my sexuality, I feel like 
when I was a kid and I would watch sex scenes and the dude was laying on the bed like this and the woman was laying on his chest, I always saw myself, even when I thought I was straight, I was just like, I'm just going to have a nigga like laying on my chest like that. So it's just like where, how you identify yes. for real. You know what I mean? Like Also, some of my favorite bits are when Sam brings out her when I was straight <laughs> material. <laughs> so it was like... <laughs> Some of my favorite work. <laughs> so it is like, yeah, that's truly what I am. Like, I am masculine of center. It, even if I was straight, I would be more masculine forward than feminine forward. It just is. So in terms of this podcast and this episode of like, I didn't want to necessarily focus on like, and when did you know that you were a lesbian? Because I feel yeah. like that's hackneyed. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the nuance of what it is to be a black woman as a lesbian, as well as a black masculine of center mm-hmm. lesbian. Because to me, what I feel like so often is lost in our in conversation these days is nuance. And the fact that like, whether it's feminism or intersectionality, et cetera, like nuance is what makes the difference mm-hmm. in terms of our action, in terms of how we, I, how we uh, identify a problem, For a sure. solution, et cetera. So just in terms of like black lesbians, do you feel mm-hmm. that the lesbian community as a whole mm-hmm. like considers black women to be like, Is there an othering that happens? I mean, it's so weird because (laughs) the gay community is very, like, split up just like the world. You know what I'm saying? So in in a sense of, like, white lesbians got their white lesbian shit and black lesbians have our black lesbian shit and, like, black... I mean, black gay men do... You know what I mean? Yeah, there's just, like, shared spaces. There's shared spaces, but... Like, most of that stuff is very, like, white gay-centric in most places. You got to go, like, in Atlanta. You got to go to, like, a, a, a like in Boston. There's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of black gay things. Like, if I want to go to a, a gay club, I'm going to be in some white man gay club listening to some techno shit. Yes. Like... Yes, you will. And that's just what it is. And that's even for, like, lesbians. There's not a lot of spaces for lesbians, period, in Boston. Most lesbians are going to gay boy parties and just, like, trying to find their corner. You know what I'm saying? And that's most places in America. It's just, it, it is a very white male-dominated thing, you know? And you kind of got to go to the places that have a black culture to really see, like, black lesbian culture at all, like, in Atlanta. That's probably the first time where I really experienced, like, oh, I'm partying with other black lesbians. We listening to Future. I was going to ask, like, outside of this, just, like, the skin color difference, like, what was the aesthetic difference of that space? It's just, like, we're listening to the music I want to listen to, and it feels like a party that I would be at. You know right. what I'm saying? And not, like, I'm, I'm gay, gay now, so I can't, I can't be black, black no more. more. I got to hang out mm-hmm. in these weird white spaces <laughs> because I'm gay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like in Atlanta, the gay was it's like, trumping. nah, you get to be black and gay. So then when I went back to Boston and I'm trying to go out, I'm like, oh, I can't be out here. This, <laughs> this is not, feels crazy. Yeah, this is not how I want to pick up women. This is not, you know what I mean? This isn't how I want to move at all. This is just so it doesn't fit. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of black gay people kind of go through that where once you kind of come out, it's like, where is a home? Because I'm now it's all like whitewashed. And I also can't be in, like, my black shit. Yes. You know? Because you want a space where you can feel comfortable. Like, like of course, you can go to a party with, with straight people and shit. Of course. But it's the thing of, like, if I'm at a party with a bunch of straight people, I'm not just going to go approach women and try to pick up. I'm not going to do that. 
because right because you're conscious of the fact that like that's not the vibe, right? And do you, you don't feel wanna... like that's? Do you feel though that like as things have, as as the conversation has kind of opened in terms of sexuality and fluidity and gender that like that? Do you find yourself being a little bit more? Well, you have a girl now, but maybe your peers like do you find them being a little bit more flexible with that in spaces? Yes, for sure. I think like when I first came out eight years ago, it was like you wouldn't even think to do some shit like that. And I feel like now more For so, fear of embarrassment? Embarrassment, like, also just feeling like you're not supposed to, I guess, you know? Mm, and like, like there's unspoken rules. Right, and you don't want to piss anybody See, off that, or, or make anybody uncom- uncomfortable. Or- See, I feel, like I've under- I feel like I've heard that about gay dudes way more just because of the threat of violence. Right, like that. If a gay dude hits on a straight man, that that dude might flip out or whatever. I feel like lesbians. I I feel like first of all, people think I'm a lesbian. So that because of my tone, like my maybe it's the amount of hair on my arms. I don't know, but the there's a masculinity about me that I feel like oftentimes makes lesbians mm-hmm. feel like oh she's mm-hmm. one of us. Like when I was touring with Floetry, right? I mean, <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like. And that's what I mean by like comfortability, right? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to some straight club and hit on a woman unless she's giving me true, vibe. true vibes, right? Because just like that's not the space for this. Whereas if I'm at a lesbian club, it's like you in here, I'm in here, yeah. You showed just, up for the vibes, right? You, you showed, showed up for, for the vibes. vibes. It's just different. <laughs> so, did you feel like when you when you identified as masculine of center? You talked briefly just that you took a minute to, like, kind of get on board with that. Yeah. Because it, it, it felt just like another, like, term that was just being thrown around to make it more complicated. And I was So just, what makes you think that the terms, like, what was making you feel like these terms were making things complicated? I Because it's one thing for me to say that or somebody who's outside, but then for somebody who is, is having that experience, I think that we think that these terms are meant to make things less complicated for someone identifying. Right. And but it is like the gays got a lot of terms. So when you there's hear a lot of terms. we got a lot of terms. Cuz there's more letters that have been added, right? Right. And there's then, LGBTQ. And then there's like, you know, you can be masculine of center no, or, or you could be you know, gender fluid within the thing. It's just so much. So like sometimes when you hear another one and it's and it also like I was in like a one of those conferences or something when I first heard it. And it was just like, oh, you guys are just trying to make this more complicated than it needs to be. Why can't we just go like, there's I'm dykes gay. and then there's like, <laughs> not, not dykes. dykes. <laughs> you know, like, why? why? Well, here, okay, here's another question. <laughs> I can't, so you can say, you can say dyke, but I can't, right? No, you can't technically. Okay, what about butch? Butch is fine. You can say butch? Yeah. Are you sure or you're just saying you no, can butch say butch? No, butch is fine. Butch is fine. On a level of nigger... But you might meet somebody that tells you Butch ain't fine because the gays are complicated, honey. But that's what I was so, going to ask. Like, <laughs> you, you might meet somebody Because I like, feel like you don't care if I say dyke. No. But there's people listening right now that might be cringing as right, I say it. Right. And so on a scale of like nigga to nigger, where... Where's dyke? Yeah. It's very low. Okay. Okay. Because I don't want to be in the, R, in the hard R range. Nah, it's very low. It's okay. not. Like, I, I, I think it's... Like, the it's just like, nigga, it's just like, your intentions behind it. If you like, dyke bitch, then it's like, whoa. 
Right. You fuck nigga. Like, right. that's very different than my nigga. Right. Exactly. So was, right. She actually pointed when she said that too. Like, and she pointed down as if she was standing above, cowering over. I think that the 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 conversation around black lesbianism is interesting to me because I'm always... I'm always trying to acknowledge that there's like unique spaces for unique people, and and when the, when when they don't have the mic, it can make you feel like that space isn't necessary, right? You know, like mm-hmm. it can make you seem it can make because I know that there's probably people listening who are like, well, damn, I guess I never even considered that like black lesbians would want a different space from for sure. Never thought about it for sure. People like. They're just like, you're all lesbians. Why can't you just do the thing in here? You know? <laughs> and it's like, because like, culturally, there's still differences. Right. Like, there's still a black foundation to this yeah, lesbianism. Right. Like, we're still electric sliding as opposed to doing the chicken dance right. at a lesbian wedding. Right. We doing our, the things that culturally make sense to us. Would you say that interracial dating for black lesbians is like, is that even a an issue, a conversation, like, is it anything? No, I think once you, like, get into the gayness, it's, like, it's wide open. It's, like, we, we already, already doing the gay, gay thing. So Really? Go live. Huh. Yeah. I, I sound like I am doing an anthropological study. That is, is that right? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like it's any, like, whoa. Because you're, like, like, interracial dating is, like, a thing because you're like worried about how people are going to look at you and how your yeah. family's going to react but you're ar- you already blew the family up <laughs> so we already did it yeah we, we did it it's done so mm-hmm. then it's kind of like do you right do you feel like because Boston is so white like when you did decide to come out of the closet like did you do you think that slowed down oh it, it was so white that it, it and, and and this is something that I was talking to someone about where I was like, and also the representation for lesbianism, period, was white. What you saw yeah. of what lesbians were were all these like white, little fair looking bitches that don't shave their underarms or like okay. wear a lot of LL beans. So <laughs> from when I was young, I didn't think I was a lesbian because I knew I wasn't that. I was like, ah, oh, okay, yeah. That ain't my wave. I don't, I don't want to do no shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I I immediately kind of put it out of my mind as a thing. And it wasn't until I was in Atlanta and I saw a, a butch black chick and she had on a jersey. I'll never forget. She had on a football jersey, jeans, some Tims. She had a Caesar and she had a line in it. And I was like, that's fly. The half moon part. I was probably like 11. And I was like, what is that? Because that's, that's dope. dope. You know, like that looks like something I would want to do. <laughs> But I still didn't really have, like, a reference space. And then, you know, I left Atlanta and didn't see no shit like that again. Right. So I didn't come out until I went back to Atlanta to go to college. So I was messing with dudes up until probably, like, 22. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're messing with dudes and you're just like, I'm doing this just because it's what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah, and I didn't hate dudes. Like, I don't hate dudes. And I I just love... So much. It wasn't like exactly. It was just. It was. It was like, I can do this. How do you feel about candy corn? I hate candy corn. Okay, so it wasn't that. No, it was like I could totally do this. Like I suck dicks. It was fine. It was. It was like a Snickers, a fun size Snickers. It was like like, all right. I'm not gonna throw it away. But it's Halloween. I'm getting them. So fuck it. And also, like your shit develops different. You know, like everyone finds their shit differently. So you also have to consider like 
I dated the same dude from the time I was 15 to the time I was about 20 years old. So that's a big chunk of like when you're finding your identity and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was with one person and we kind of had went through a lot together. Like my mom passed away while I was with this dude. So I felt very close to this dude and I did love him. So like having sex with him wasn't bad. I didn't hate it because- Because there was emotion. There was emotion and yeah. I loved him. And then it wasn't until I got out of that relationship and I'm like trying to connect with dudes and fuck dudes. And I'm like, I don't like this. So then my next thought isn't, oh, you're a lesbian. My next thought is, well, I'm the type of girl who can like only like have sex with, with dudes that I'm in love with. You know what I mean? Like you're taking all those little steps <laughs> and that's just who I am. And if it's not that, but it's like, no, that's not true. Cause I can fuck any chick and be way into it. <laughs> Cause I like women like, right, right, more right. than men. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, I gotta know you for eight years and be in love with you to suck your dick. Then I'm probably not too into this. Yeah, because like vaginas, like in theory, are fine for me. Um, but like in actuality, I'm like, keep it over there. Yeah, I mean, if you put, if you, I thought because I've asked myself this question because we have, I've had so many people be like, oh, you're a lesbian, you're, you know, you're this, you're that, you're that. Like, and I am an impressionable person, Rebecca. So, like, I. I'm a thoughtful person, so I don't throw ideas out mm -hmm. automatically, right? So when someone says something, I do process it. So, like, when people are telling me, like, you're a tomboy, you're this, you're that, I'm like, right. okay, may, may, maybe I like pussy. Right. Because I do like titties. Right. Like, the visual of titties, I think, like, I can acknowledge, I'd be like, she has great titties. Like, one of the sand snakes... One of the sand snakes in, um, see, Rebecca shaking her head. One of the sand snakes in Game of Thrones, I've never, like, flawless titties because yeah. they were like a C, but they were still perky. Yeah. And then, like, her, her areola was like a perfect size. Like, and the artist in me is acknowledging, like, the aesthetics. It's not turning me on, though. Right. I'm just like, those are some pretty titties. Yeah. Like, I can look at a guy and go, he's handsome. He has a nice chest. Right. He has a nice body. Whereas, like, I can look at a dick and be but like, ah! Right. Ah. Right. And I'm like, I was there. Whereas when I went to a strip club and there were vaginas adjacent to my eye line, I just wanted to eat my chicken. Like, I just wanted right. to focus. You were like, I just need to eat my food. I'm uncomfortable. And the woman, like, leaned down and was like, we ain't got nothing you ain't got. And I was like, but see, mine, my pussy isn't talking to you. Right. Like, yours, my pussy is an ear level. If you put your, if you put your mouth on a vagina, you really, you really like vaginas. That's very, uh. And like, Rebecca just saw me, cr like literally, like I cringed at the thought of me doing that. Yeah, it's a job. The homophobia comes in when you cringe at the thought of someone else doing that. Right, right. If you're like, that's not, I cringe at the thought of sucking like dick. You know, like I think about what I did. I'm like, Ugh, how was he doing that? I just, I. So it's like, if it's just not your jazz, it's not your jazz. You know what I mean? It's not if it's not your jazz, it's not your jazz. But so, it was my jazz. I've learned, you know? And it was like I, the first time I had sex with a woman, I was like, oh. It was that fast that you had like Light an bulb. epiphany? Light bulb. Like, oh. But because you knew what to do or you just knew how you felt. I knew how I felt and I I like I never understood my friends. Like Can they I ask would talk you a very about how good, good dick was. I was like, is it? <laughs> You know, like, I didn't get it or how much they in need all, sex. And like, I'm like, you know I don't what? need sex. In all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, like, sometimes you are like, what am I doing? Like, sometimes, because dicks are very willy-nilly. You know, sometimes you are just like, I don't know. Like, I had a sexual experience earlier this year that made me be like, maybe, I, maybe I'm not into the dicks. Mm -hmm. And then I was brought back. I mean, like, um, no, I'm into dicks. I was brought back around. Mm -hmm. But I will say... So in your first experience, can I ask you this? And if you don't want to answer, yeah, we will just sure. not answer. 
Did you initiate or did they initiate? Like, were you just like, no, I initiated because I, I didn't want to look like a sucker. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just acted like I knew what I was doing because I didn't want to, like, she didn't even know, like, I had never had sex with a woman. I didn't tell her to. So you've had two virginity losses. That's fun. I, I didn't tell her to, uh, maybe we were dating for like four months. Oh, so she didn't even know. So you came out swinging. Because yeah. it was innately in you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. had the techniques. Yeah, yeah. Don't sweat the techniques. She didn't believe me either, honestly. And I was like, no, for real. And she was like, why are you just tell me now? I was like, because I didn't want to seem corny. Why would you think, why Why were you feeling corny? Because you like, because I'm masculine and a sinner, so it felt like I'm supposed to know what the fuck I'm doing. So that's what, okay, so, right. <laughs> it's like, interesting that we're I the masculinity. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, that's corny. Wow. The complexities because that's some dude ego shit. Right. 100%. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. She probably would have <laughs> been totally fine, but I was like, nah. <laughs> she got to feel like I know what I'm doing. So I'm not going to be like, well, this is my first time. <laughs> nah, bro. I just went in like, fuck it. <laughs> Dive on. I'm here now. Like, fuck it. So what does masculine center, like, what does that mean? I just think it means, like, you, I mean, and this shit is all, like, in the. It's in the, the nebulous, right? Right. And in the whack way that we, like, have defined gender, that, yes. that what men do and what women do. So we, we have to keep understanding that we're living in that scope, which I don't really believe in. I just believe we assign shit. That's why I believe in masculine center, because I'm like. Anyone could possess masculinity. It truly has nothing to do with your gender. I think it's just more alpha or non-alpha energy, more take care provider or yes. non-take care provider energy. Like, like it's yeah. important to me to to financially take care of my household and take care of my girl. And like, I just feel like I'm supposed to do that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is my role that I just understand. And I've always kind of, been that do you think that that's unique to you or is that do you think that follows through to the other folks who consider themselves masculine of center is that like a overarching like concept a, i think it's a follow through you know that you want to it's like basically who wears the dick you know what i'm saying so there's so there's dick wearing of course okay because like i've always been fascinated about that oh really so like, I, where does the dick come in? Because in my mind, it's so funny because I'm writing something. I'm writing my own show, and we we got to this part of the dick, and I had to fully like explain the whole thing because they were like, "Would you be like, you know, would you do it off the rip?" I'm like, "Nah, you know, my girl's in the room," and I'm like, "Nah, you don't do that. That's you don't whip the dick out. You you ease in." The thing is, it's like a it's a it's a delicate dance, right? Because you don't want to for real. Because you don't want to. You don't want to fuck the vibe up. So you got to like play it cool with the dick. You can't be too anxious with the dick because then you look thirsty. You got, but you also got to like bring it out at the right time and you can't. So be, this is no different than me dating men. Right. Okay. And you can't okay. be timid with the dick, you know, like, cause then she's like, you already be throwing dick cause you're acting timid about it. So you can't be like, Hey, uh, are you? So it's not that, the, <laughs> it's not that there isn't a dislike of dick. There's a dislike of men. Um, not dislike. That's no, not the no, word. No, no, for me, like my girl doesn't dick me. 
hence <laughs> gotcha. the dynamics, but yeah, no, I'm not. You see that. how, confu- like, it's not even confusing. You see how complex humans are? It's yeah. like, I, it's like, I identify, it's like someone saying, like, I identify as a woman who likes women, but I like this part of men. So we're going to bring that over here. Right. You know, and that's why, like, when, when people are so confused about trans, I'm like, what? It's like, and it's like, if that's the dynamic in my relationship, you feel me? Like, if my girl dicked me, she would have less respect for me. Okay. Like, she would be like, mm. Let me dick you. <laughs> mm. I fuck, I fuck the shit out of you with this dick. Like, it's it's now the, the, the power structure has shifted for sure. Fascinating. For sure. So it's like you, okay, okay, I got to get there. So you're a lesbian, but you're somehow being held to be, but because you're masculine of center, you're being held to similar expectations of straight men. Yes, very much so. So do you like that? Um, but it's like, it is like that, but it isn't like that. Cause still at the same time, my girl knows I'm like, I'm a whole ass girl. Like I get my, how does she know that you're a whole ass girl? I get my period. I cry a bunch. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I tell her sometimes. Like, I'm a you whole are, ass girl. Yeah, and you're hurting my feelings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I brought out girl stuff from you before. I'm still like all of that. It's just like sexually, there's one energy, there's right. another energy. Like, like you've told me that like you've been around me before, and I bring out the like I'll kiki all day. You know, I feel very proud that I have brought out the kiki from Sam. <laughs> I'll kiki like, all day, <laughs> girl. Tell me. But, so it's like it is hard to explain because it's just like so many things going on at once. You know what I mean? Do you think that a lot of people don't recognize that? I do, and it's not that I would never let my girl fuck me, but it would be the same way where it's like if you like a straight man, like you know, it might be we together for ten, fifteen years, and now we bored, and she's like, "Bro, I just really want to know," and I'm like, "All right, you my bitch. Go ahead, find out." You know what I'm saying? Like that could happen. I'm not saying I mean, it. Honestly, you have already established that if you love if you love somebody for eight years and trust them, it's that trust. you would enjoy the dick. It's trust, and it's also like you gotta be comfortable with the person, right? Like it took a while for me to let my girl go down on me when I first met her, like because I was like, mm, that's a level of vulnerability. That I don't know if I want to be with you. So you just want it to be the more, just dominant. Right. And it's also just like, now there's this level of like vulnerability. There's this level of femininity that you're going to see in me that mm. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet. Because you can't get your pussy ate like a nigga. Like you could try, but. That whole <laughs> sentence was my favorite <laughs> sentence. But it, you can't get you can't. your pussy ate like a nigga. No, you can't. Like, how does that. There's no way I'm to do to, that. I'm really trying to think. There's it's no like, way to do that. Right. So it's like. Like, is there like DMX playing? You got like, a bitch out, you know? And you you, you gonna sound like a bitch. You know <laughs> what I mean? It just Please is. do something with this. I'm telling y'all, this is what happens. We will have a conversation it's and this will end up on stage. I need to hear this somewhere, Sam. You can't get is. your pussy ate like a nigga. You, you have to bitch out for it. So it's like, you got to be comfortable enough. That is my favorite thing you said today. But I think that the reason why like this conversation is so interesting to me is because it's so easy when you're not in these spaces to just like consider things to be very blanket and very black and white. And that makes it a lot easier to also then obfuscate 
um, the fact that there are like nuances within these spaces that deserve like respect and attention. Like when you talk about being masculine of center, we before we had decided to do this episode, what made me want to do this episode was that Sam had started telling me about just like the uniqueness of how that has now started to play in her experience in the world outside mm-hmm. of her relationship. So can you just tell me more about like, I would love to expound upon that. Like, Well, I think it's like, even when I first started presenting this way, like, and you and you come across a uh, certain energy. One, you're if you're if you're a black, uh, queer person, you you're going through layers of what where's this energy coming from? And especially if you're like black and lesbian. So it's like first step is like, are they being this way to me because I'm black? That's always my first thought because that's the first thing in my life that people treated me different for. Okay. Then my next thought is, are they being this way to me? Because I'm a lesbian, because of how I present. Because I'm so forward presenting mm-hmm. with my lesbian identity that I'm like, is this why this energy is coming at me this way? Okay. Especially when it comes from men because they feel like masculine of center lesbians are trying to be them or replace them in some kind of way. And that's an affront to their masculinity. Which and then the la- which is so insane. And then the last part is, are they doing this to me because I'm a woman? So I have to like go through like, these tears, right? Of like why, and sometimes it's all three. Does this? It's I was all gonna say, it. I feel like for the most part, it's all three. <laughs> it's all of it, and it's like, oh, they just fucking don't, you know, they have an issue. And then it's also like, I forget sometimes that once I started presenting this way, to some degree, I made myself a black man in this world. Meaning, like, I've mm. been fucked with by the police because they weren't aware that I was a girl, and then when I, when they figured, and they're like, oh. And it's like, but why was you fucking with me anyway? Oh. Or like, shit, like, when I started riding with my homeboys, remember we was riding and I had my hat on. He was like, yo, take your fucking hat off. Riding? What do you mean? Riding in a car. Okay. And he's like, yo, take your fucking hat off. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because the Jakes be fucking with niggas when they got their hat on. Like, in Boston, the police are fucking racist and shit. So it's like, yeah, Jakes will fuck with you more. Jakes pull niggas over, they see a car full of niggas in hats. Take your fucking hat off. Jesus. And I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm right. just chilling with my homie and I'm wearing a hat. But it's like, now I have to be aware of this other layer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you just kind of have to. And when I first was just like, cut, cut my hair and just was like, this is who I am. I didn't think about it at all. But now I'm very aware of it. You know what I'm saying? So as a black, as a black woman lesbian comic who's identifying masculine of center. We've established that you do feel like there's certain standards you're like upheld to that like black men are upheld to, right? Would yeah, but you I'm wear like a dress? But where them. you would you wear a dress? I can't say I never would. In a sketch. Cuz you know that's a big thing with black male comics. It's like I yeah, I don't I, they can't put me in a dress. They can't put me in a dress. Yeah, but I don't I would just wonder the why. You know, but I wouldn't say no. Like, I'm picturing Sam with a perm, and, like, I can't get there. I can show you pictures. <gasps> um, like, Pam, like, Sam in a church dress and a perm? I wouldn't say no. Like, but was it, that a time? Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm saying, it would have to serve a purpose. It wouldn't just be to, like, be a goof. But I don't I don't like that vibe with anything. I was going to say, we've never been on that. Yeah. So it would have to be with a purpose. But I don't think I, I have as a strong affinity against it as... Black men because it's not coming from the same space, right, right. Where when you're when you are doing stand up, where does being a black lesbian fit, or how does being a black lesbian fit into what you consider your voice? Uh, 
I think it's a big part of my voice because it, it, it just gave me perspective. It's like I get to see it from every side, especially because I, I was in relationships with dudes. Now I'm a lesbian in relationships with, with women. I'm also looking at, like, I get to see how the world is more like I get people's oppression more, I guess. It's like I understand it more because I'm like, oh, yeah, that does happen. It's not shocking to me to hear stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah for sure. I could see that. But also see it from the side of a white lesbian or see it from the side of a gay dude because it's just once you you opened up, you kind of just opened up. Yeah. I mean, once you start living like out of the a life on the a quote unquote on the fringe, fringe, right? A fringe lifestyle, for lack of a better word, then you kind of like open. Well, yeah, because you by nature of the way the society is set up, you're like you have to look up from the outside in, and so you kind of just you are standing outside looking down at all of it. And do you think that that like I get why dudes like why like. I get that energy sometimes. Like I was just talking to mommy Gary and I was like, yo, it's funny because my girl was my girl was being like real crazy all week. She was fucking driving me insane, getting on my nerves, causing petty fights, just doing the fucking most. And I know it's because I just haven't been home. I've been back at work. She's just having her little brat fits because I'm not around and making a fake shit. <laughs> and then Saturday night, I uh strapped the shit out of her. Oh, okay, okay, so wait, then, wait, let's put a pin in that. So let's establish what that means. <laughs> Uh, put the dick on, fuck the shit out of her. Okay, got it. And then she uh, was docile. And I was telling Gary, I was like, yeah, and it felt good. Like, I felt like the king of my castle. Like, yes, I've set my home back in order with this dick. And I'm like, a woman who's, ne- a woman who's never fucked with a dick will never understand that, yeah, that's just how you feel. It's not chauvinism. It's not a crazy, toxic man. It's just when you set some shit in order with a dick, you like... Dun, 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 dun. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's my house. Like, ah, you know, you just feel that. <laughs> so it's like I can speak from that and be like, no, this dude's not a maniac. <laughs> Cause I've done it. I get it. I get the vibe. You gonna make them tacos? But at the same time, I could turn around and be like, but oh bro, at this point, you, you are, are being a, a fucking maniac. Because Cause I get the <laughs> side and I get the vibe. Right. No, I think that that's something that I really appreciate about your stand-up, you know, that I do get such a breadth of perspective and that, like, I will see you go to a certain length of something and think that's the that's the wall. But then because you have all these other, you know, layers and other perspectives, we go to a whole other space with it that I can't get to because... I mean, I, I, I'm fringe in my own way, but not in a, like, societal standard right. way that is very direct and clear. Right. Do you think that, that I mean, I guess you do feel like it empowers you. I mean, it's just that I, I, feel, I feel that there's such a, so much, like, fear around not wanting to say the wrong thing that I'm trying to make sure that I'm, like, asking the proper questions. Bro, it's me. Just ask me. No, because you see what happens on this podcast <laughs> is that people then w- wait. What are you about to do? Booger baby! I don't even know what you just did. Like you just used the back end of a lighter to open a beer, but it didn't like harm you. 
Was that just physics? But yeah, it's just leverage. You can open a bear with anything you can create leverage with. Brendan, did you know that? I did. I can't do it. Okay. It's alpha shit. It feels like alpha shit. That's why I'm, I'm like, alpha, bro. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm alpha-ish. That's why it's like, so where when dudes feel like a woman can't be, it's like you can be, it's not, it's your energy. It's nothing to do with that. So is there a masculine left of le- masculine? Of center. So then there, is there feminine of center? We just call them fems. Okay. And what center? Uh, just like, I guess mostly what 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 your driver is. What your driver is, like what like what drives your motivation? What drives your your actions? So like, okay, what perspective you you're coming from most I of the time? I consider myself to be one hundred percent heterosexual, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I have a more aggro vibe about me mm-hmm. so am am i just center with a you can be with a butch vibe yeah pretty much so center well no no i am masculine of center right. but my center is different than your center right. so i'm masculine of my hetero center right and you're masculine of your homo center exactly and that's why i'm oh. saying it has nothing to do with that's when I embraced it because I, I I realized oh it has nothing to do with the sexuality. sexuality. It's just your driver, vibe, your driver. Yeah. Oh. I know that you're in the car right now. Like, may, okay, so maybe I'm like I know straight women who are masculine of center who are who definitely are the dominant force in their household. But that is me. Who de- like totally masculine of center for sure. But then I. The same way that you were saying, like, okay, but in certain spaces I'm more masculine and in certain spaces I'm more feminine. Like, I think that that's the, that's the thing about gender is that we keep trying to box up shit yep. that's literally just people are complex and have different vibes yes. in different spaces. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like the shit is not real because <laughs> you can feel anything. So you can't equate feelings and energy to what's between your legs because that doesn't determine that at all. Do you feel like there's a pressure in Hollywood for black lesbians to move a certain way? No, I, I, I don't feel like I've experienced that. No, I just feel like. Because there's like the power lesbians, you know, and then there's like the, you know, like I know Lena Waithe has like really taken a stance like on her platform to be very vocal. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a choice you make, right? I, I, I not. I don't do that. And it's not because I don't have opinions and things, but I just don't ever want to put myself up on a plateau that's going to burn me later. So it's like... Have you met me? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I don't speak a lot on shit because I'm like, I'm not here to guide you niggas to do nothing, to be nothing. I'm just here trying to create the shit I want to create. And I know I'm a wild motherfucker, so... The shit that might come out of my mouth next week, you might not even fucking rock with the way you rocking with it this week. So right. if I don't even start that relationship, then we don't even got to go there because I never promised you shit. You know what I'm saying? I never set myself up to be. So that I just don't do it. I think a lot of people do do it because I think they're like, I have a platform now. Let me use it to like better. And I get that. But I'm like, I'm trying to do that shit through the art. 
And I'm trying yeah. to do that shit through living, representing, like going to fucking talk to gay youth, like doing shit in action. But I don't need to like build that tower in, I don't know how to say it, but like build that up in like some type Stand of social. Yeah, yeah. Because then you get into crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you get into crazy shit and, and people are unforgiving. Just like this shit happened with Lena. It's like, because she's been such an advocate and speaks and speaks out now when something on her set, do some wild shit. And we know how sets work and like shit could have been crazy. She didn't even know about it till yeah. it was late or what she heard wasn't the extremity of it. So she's like, yo, bro, just chill. And he's like, all right. But then he's still being wild. But because she built that other thing up now, it's like, how dare you? And it's like, we were rooting for you. She's just living so I was like I don't even want that shit I don't even want don't even mm -mm. so from the jump no I'm I'm an asshole I say reckless shit don't bank any of your fucking beliefs on anything that's gonna come out my mouth <laughs> so we don't even gotta do none of that dance so that's why I don't do it but I also get why people do do it you know I just I'm so protective of myself as an artist and I want to be able to create the art I want to create for as long as I could do that. Mm -hmm. And so my moves are always to try to like protect that integrity and not get caught up in shit that's going to fuck with that. Yes, I understand that. I mean, I think that there's, there absolutely is like this feeling like when you get a platform that like now it's your opportunity. Now it's like not even opportunity, but now it's your duty, right? right. To, to use this space, to make more space for others. And that can be done by you know, being a truth teller or being um, an advocate or being an activist, et cetera. And in your mind, it's really like, I just need to keep making art that's, that is representational of that. Right. So that like when, when other young black lesbians are coming up, like they have more than Lilith Fair. Yeah. They see that. And I think that's so huge. And it's like, I got to protect that more than anything because that's the shit that's really going to fucking do some shit. Everyone's got a fucking opinion. Everyone thinks that shit's bad. Everyone doesn't like Trump. Nah, what's going to really help somebody is when some black lesbian turns on her TV and she's 13 and she's like, oh, that can exist. And I can be something. She's because the, she's this in shit, Tim's and the Caesar with a half moon part. Right. So this shit exists in the world and it gets to do stuff. It doesn't have to live in a fucking box. So when, okay, so you were 11, you saw that. Yeah. Then you went back to Boston. Yeah, got back, got into Dick at about 16. You say it like it's like the chess club. I just got into got Dick. Got into Dick around 16. 16. Um, and then I was just like, after we broke up that dude, I was fucking dudes. And just like, I went back to Atlanta, I was fucking dudes. And I was just like, this shit is not hitting. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this, you know? And so you said that you eventually, like, I'm just curious, like, to me, the fascinating part about this is the fact that the, you said that you had no representation. Right. So you kind of had to, like, kind of blindly find your way through to you. Mm -hmm. So, like, what were the markers outside of just, like, the sexual stuff? Were there other markers that made you be like, I really don't like dresses, yo. Like, that doesn't make me feel, like, I know, like, there's something to be said for, like, feeling like I put on certain things that make me feel like femininely sexy. Right. Right. But at the same time, like I had on a tracksuit yesterday that made me feel like I can dance better. Right. I can dance better in this because it's looser and it makes me feel, it made me feel more masculine. It made me feel like more, right. more like grounded. So I wonder like for you, 
was there were there things that you were like, I feel like this makes most people feel one way and it's not making me feel that way, but this is making me feel this way. Yeah, but you know it's so Like, weird. did you put on Tim's and you was like, ooh, yeah. I mean, like, so this is weird because I also grew up in the 90s when it was okay to dress like a boy. Right. So I always just, like, I was still my brother's clothes when I was young, whatever. Then you hit high school and then that shit not cool no more because, like, you grown, niggas want to see ass and titties. You, you, you trying to navigate that shit. Were you giving us ass and titties at one point? I was definitely giving hella ass, hella titties. <laughs> what? So, I got ass, so yeah. I, I only know Sam in cargo pants. Like, that's the only <laughs> Sam I know. She said, I got hella ass. I, I was giving up, you ass I, and titties. For sure, giving up ass and titties. So then that was when that all changed. I started, like, you know, dressing tighter and all that kind of shit. But even then, I still was like, rock, you know, you're still a city kid, bro. I'm from up north. I'm still rocking Tim's and hella, hella kicks and all that shit. So... It's it's such a weird dance because it's like even I remember being a kid I always wanted like boy pajamas like silk like man pajamas and I always thought that was cool to like like have my shirt open with like silk pajamas on just straight a little gay bitch but it's like there is no place to be that so my mom's just like nah you can't do that and I'm like but why you know what I'm saying and I'll pull my brother shit and walk around the house like this is cool so it's like it just always was me so once I was in Atlanta and. I'm actually getting hit on more by women because it's a gay ass city. Right. And I'm like, and I'm, I called my friend and I was like, yeah, all these girls just keep hitting on me. And she was like, fuck, fuck with one. one. Just that casual. My friend's super straight. And she was like, fuck with one. And I was like, for real? And she was like, why, why not? not? And I was like, hmm. And I got off the phone with her and I was like, interesting. <laughs> and that kind of sat with me for a couple of days. A quandary. And I was like, well, when I when I'm chilling and like the people I connect to most are women, like even in all these new people that I'm meeting, you know what I'm saying. But I'm still not fully like you like women, right? So then I start fucking around on the internet, and I think that's how most kids were coming out at that time, right? You start getting these old gay chat rooms and just like seeing what it do, like how it even do to just try to chat the Mac on some shit, you know what I'm saying? And I was doing that. And then I finally like met up with a shorty and she didn't look nothing like how she looked online. I was like, that's, that's not, not gonna work out. out. But I had stepped out and at least tried to meet up with a shorty, you feel me? Yes. Then I met my first girlfriend. And then I was just like, we was kicking it. And you know, I'm out here like acting like I'm a gay bitch, so I gotta give off the vibe, like, you know? And then <laughs> I don't know. Meaning, like, what I put myself vibe? in a gay website and I'm out here backing on hoes because I'm masculine sinner. So I'm not out here being shy with the shit. So it's like, now that I'm here, I, I gotta, I gotta just be gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I can't be here and be like, well, I'm not sure about this gay shit. It's like, nah, I'm in now. Right, right, so right, 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 right. Then we fucked and then the light came on. And then I was like, oh, I don't have to be something I don't wanna fucking be. I don't have to dress the way I don't wanna dress. I, I can, it just clicked. And I really just went, cut my hair maybe two, three weeks after that. It started, and I just started wheeling out. How were you wearing your hair before that? It was long. It was like, well, when I cut it, it was like right here. You had shoulder length hair? Mm -hmm. Were you wearing it natural? Was it pressed? It was pressed. You know, a little doobie wrap, pull the wrap down. Oh, you were giving us a, okay. Put a couple four rollers at the top, so you still got your little volume. So then. It was laid. <laughs> it was laid. And then after that, I just started like. Giving away all my girl clothes. I just started eliminating and just buying 
men's clothes and just and then I went and bought some men's underwear and I was like, you know what? I'm happier. <laughs> In <laughs> these is, boxer briefs. Yeah. This is just who I am. I'm comfortable. I'm more confident. Like all that shit changed. And that's how like when people are like, oh, you came into comedy late. It's like, cause I found myself late. So then I was confident. Like all that shit changed. People say you came into comedy late? You were 29. Oh shit. Then I'm late, late. <laughs> 29. So it's like, yeah, once I started doing that, then I was like, oh, this is just who I am. Like, I feel confident. Like, I, I feel me. And then that was it. And it was like, that's it forever. And now here you are, a black lesbian. Living a life. Doing a podcast about black <laughs> lesbians. Words. I guess my, my, one, my, one of my last questions is like, how much of your circle is other black lesbians versus other black men since you identify as masculine of center? My circle is 90% men. Like 0% black lesbian. But that wasn't always the case. When I lived in Atlanta, my circle was all studs or masculine of center lesbians. So is studs a is that a free is that yeah. a word that's free range? It's free range. Okay. It was all studs. It was all, and they were all black. And they're still like some of my closest friends, but they just not around. Yeah. And when I started moving around, you see less in that, less and less of that. And also that's what I'm trying to say is so important about spaces, right? Because I came out in Atlanta, I was lucky and I got to meet these girls because we had places to congregate yes. and be around each other and connect with each other. Other than that, like I wouldn't have had that. You know what I'm saying? I probably would just been chilling with a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. honestly. So now that's what it is because there's not a lot of spaces like that for me anymore. Right. Where I'm being set up to come in contact with that type of shit. So now most of my friends are just dudes, which sometimes gets frustrating. Like, and I have to call like my friends and be like, cause it's different. At some point they're still like dudes and they be on some dude shit. And it's like, <laughs> bro, this is not. <laughs> I love when Sam would be like, Oh no, we just hit that wall. You're on some dude shit. Yeah. Like, and, but you got to know that. Like, like, Oh, you just, now you just being a dude. And I, you know, and I can't, and fun. I can't I take that friends. ride with you. Yeah, I love them. all my homies, and they're great and they're supportive. But sometimes they just don't do shit. And sometimes I'm on straight up girl shit, you know? Like when I'm on my period and shit, I'm like, oh, you niggas smell awful. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm real shitty. And then they got like, oh, I we forgot. Yeah. She's... And I'm being nasty, you know what I mean, to everybody around me. And there we have it. Yeah. We did it, I think. I, um, well, I appreciate your voice. And I just think that when you put black in front of anything, the conversation ends up shifting just by nature of our history, our experience. I mean, like black lesbianism is a whole other level of thing because even in the black community, we're still homophobic to a ridiculous degree. Right. Yeah. So that, it is different. That's what I mean. It is it's for sure. For sure. And like, I always talk about it. Where I'm like, yo, I don't get the most, <laughs> the most like oppressive or like just fucked up energy that I get, it's from black men. Well, there's Hunch. a there definitely is a conversation I think that that gets had around this idea that black women are exodusing to lesbianism to escape from black men. Um, I've, I've heard this narrative go down and it's, it's, it's troublesome to me because I don't think it's true. Mm -mm. Um, 
And I think that it also undermines the the realities of like, this is a way of life that you are comfortable with because it's how you feel, not because you're like making a concerted choice to be like, fuck these people, I'm about to eat pussy. And I think people aren't speaking to the point that it bothers them more. When, they, when they're speaking to this, I feel like they're specifically speaking to a, a stud femme relationship, a masculine of center woman with a feminine of center woman. That Because if it's just two bitches that they think gonna fuck they're all day fascinated. and lick their dick, they fascinated. You know what I'm saying? But it's when one is presenting like, I definitely don't fuck with what you got. That they they have a problem with. Because, like, mm. I've seen two of my them friends out. And, yeah, the dude might be like, oh, what's up with y'all? Da, 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 but he don't get disrespectful to the other person. Like, that bitch can't do nothing for you. But if it's me and my girl, they are definitely flexing masculinity. Mm. For sure. But knowing, like, yeah, but you ain't going to fight me, though. Right. It's still it's, this- so, it's, it's such a wild... And it's so stupid to me because I'm like, bro, I'm not going to fight you. Like... I'm a woman, dog. So what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? You're proving that you're stronger than me? Adore, nigga. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going, we ain't going to sit here and, unless you get wild and I have no choice, but we ain't going to sit here. And you got to get the strap and yeah. not the strap on. No. The other strap. Right. Unless it's like that. But if you just out here flexing, I'm going to just, okay, bro, you got it. But she don't want that. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. What that to- has nothing to do with me that she don't want that, bro. So does she prefer the synthetic penis on you versus the real penis on somebody of else? Of course, because she prefers women. And that's what these dum-dums don't get. They're like, oh, well, why would you fuck with a bitch with, have her fuck you with a dick? Just get some dick. Because the dick is attached to your chest. It's attached to your hard lines. It's not attached to titties. It's atta- and she don't like that. That's why. <laughs> like, right. stupid. She doesn't like what you what you are about, my nigga. That's not her thing. Your whole jawline. Like at is the end of the day, shit. she has a pussy dog, and it comes from stuff being stuck in it. So yeah, she wants to get fucked, my man. <laughs> Duh. I, I, did y'all just cringe the way that was? That was raw. But that's facts. It's like, but that doesn't mean she wants to be fucked by you. And that's <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> right, and that's fine. There's plenty of us out here why? who do. It's like, why be with women who judges like a dude? Because we're still women and she's gay. Right. <laughs> she's gay. Yes. <laughs> she just wants um, something that's got a little different kind of flavor with it. Right, like how people are picking their straight mates out in the world. One million percent. Because <laughs> you definitely shit. have homegirls. Y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all got homegirls who are married to a dude that you're like, he's gay. Like, Super feminine man. But it's like, no, no, he's not gay. She just likes dudes that have more of a feminine flavor. 100%. Whereas, like, I'm the opposite. I like dudes that are almost, that, that could not get any straighter. Right. And you can't, and you can't, like, understand that for real till you live in a French lifestyle. And you're like, no, that makes perfect sense. You could, do, like, I know when I wasn't, I was like, no, she just put a gay dude and she don't want to accept he gay and they weird. But now I'm like, no, man, the shit flows <laughs> Up and downstream all day long. So, like... Where we at with that? Like, yeah. Like, the biggest thing is just, like, mind your business. (laughs) Right. And and, and when it comes down to the entire episode, the biggest thing is mind (laughs) your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. It's, like, crazy to me. Like, I've seen Instagram posts after Instagram posts. I've had to unfollow some people because they just... Dude, black men post after post. And then why would they... It's like, why are you so... Why is this driving you so crazy? The idea, like, 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 I mean, I definitely feel like there's just 
a conversation about even... But black lesbians do some fucked up shit too, real quick, that I don't like. And that's when they try to downplay men's masculinity. Like, I don't like mm. when black lesbians, like, I'm a better father than he is. No, you're not. You're not a father. Interesting. And, that's a, and now you're directly attacking their manhood. Yeah. And that's some shitty shit to do. You know what I mean? You could go, you wasn't here for your kid and I'm doing what I got to do. Right. But when you say, I'm a better father, <laughs> you're you're pulling your dick out. So now you making this nigga have to... Pull his dick pull out. Pull his dick out. And Did he's you know definitely the kids, got the real dick. You know that so the why kids are, are you calling even guns pulling dicks? that game? Huh? Did you know that the kids are calling guns dicks? Yes. I had no idea. Doug been doing that. Well, I did not know. I, right. And then. Oh, yeah. Now it's like. A thing. Now, now it makes sense. Because like Lil Uzi Vert be like, I'm going to put a dick in his mouth. He's going to take my dick. And you were just like, Uzi is. <laughs> you're just like, Uzi is breaking barriers. And you're like, oh, you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You meant a firearm. You meant a firearm. Right. I've never actually. I See, and that's a part of black lesbianism that I had never witnessed. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't think that's cool. Because it's like, at the end of the day, you're not that kid's father. Right. And you can't be a better father than a father because you're not a father. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy to me. I think it just ends up being where we're all just trying to like take space, take yeah. our own space. And and the frustrating part is that a lot of people feel like in order to take their own space, they got to take up somebody else's space. Right. And there's enough space for all of Everybody, us. Everybody, you can just be you. That's what I'm saying. You can just be like, I provide for this kid and you don't. And that's cool. And that's cool. But when you try to make it an affront, it's like, oh, you're doing something. You're, yeah. doing, you're trying to dig in a way that it's like, why are you doing that? Wow. And then you can't be mad if they turn around and just call you out on some shit because, like, you starting it right in that direction. The last dose. Well, I think this was very enlightening for a number of reasons. Bing. I, for one, learned quite a bit among them that you can say, I, I just strapped the shit out of her. her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the most fascinating thing to me, or I don't like the word fascinating necessarily in this context, but the most like thought-provoking thing for me was you're talking about just like being a black lesbian that's masculine of center and how that ends up juxtaposing you into a space of being a black man and now you end up carrying on like taking on like so you have like the stresses of being a black woman as well as being a lesbian as well as now being a black man like that to me a little is bit tiring. and definitely not to the degree that black men are going through black no by shit. no means no, by no means but i i did have to turn up some antennas to be more aware like driving in cars at night like i take my hoodie off that's just shit i never thought about i'll ride around with a hoodie on all day but now Cause I look more masculine. I make sure to take it off to like just right. do certain shit. Cause you don't want to be fucked with regular black people's shit. Yeah, doing certain shit so you so you're not fucked with. Yep. Well, well I, I fuck, fuck with you, you Sam. Sam. I fuck with you too, dog. Look out for Sam. She's at Sam J Comic on Instagram, <laughs> and she has uh, and well, you have on Comedy Central. You have stuff. I have, have Netflix, I work on Comedy Central. Right. I have a 15 minute joint on Netflix. Uh, when are we getting the hour? Actually, um, taping February <laughs> two twenty two in Atlanta at the Masquerade. All right, so look out for that. Yeah, two twenty two in Atlanta, Masquerade. where you can be as gay as you want to be. That's gonna be easy. and as black gay as you want to be. Hell yeah! Ooh, it's gonna be a lot of Caesars. It's gonna be good. 
mm-hmm. excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. I'm excited too. And um also want to remind you all that small doses is in stores now. So get your copy. Scarpins Audio, a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network.